You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. This is going to be a quick episode, just a little, um, you know, update episode of what happened in day three, which happened today. 49ers training camp. I was not there today. This particular uh, training camp session was closed to um, fans. So really just credentialed media members were in the house today. And while I'm on the subject, shout out to my friend, Jordan Elliott for getting his credentials. He was on the field today and he had some great updates. If you guys catch some of his YouTube appearances, um, as well as, uh, you know, putting out some great content for Niners Nation. Go ahead, check that out. Um, and he's Jay Lee Elliott on Twitter. Anyway, uh, so let's talk about today. Um, Kyle Shanahan talked about, he spoke after the practice today, uh, which of course, as I mentioned, we were not able to see today's practice or get much too much insight more than what, you know, beat writers were saying. Uh, Trent Williams, who has been out for, he was out for the first two days of training camp. Uh, we actually found out today that he was out because of the birth of his child. So congratulations to uh, Trent Williams on that. Um, that was a family matter he was dealing with. So happy to hear that it is good um, family matters going on for Trent. So he was back in the building today, but from what I've seen and, and what I've heard, it didn't seem like he practiced today. Um, so he he was there, but he did not practice. Um, and uh, another player who did not practice once again was Eric Armstead. He, according to Kyle Shanahan, will be sidelined for a few weeks with a knee sprain Sounds like the team is not worried about it at the moment, but I mean, it's it's a bummer for Eric Armstead to, you know, have a a knee sprain this early. Then he's going to have to, you know, ramp up uh, before they start playing preseason games. But at the same time, he's a vet, you know, Um, you can count on him. He probably at this point in his career doesn't need to be at every practice to, um, you know, be fresh and, and make impact in games. What's going on, Keith? Man, ever since you told me that I was pronouncing your name wrong, I've been dying for you to come back in the comments so I can show you that. Okay, I'm, I, I know how to say his name now. Keith, Keith. <laughs> My bad for getting it wrong all those times. I, I butcher names all the time, by the way. You guys didn't know that. Um, but Eric Arms said he was sidelined. And so the 49ers did sign another defensive lineman. Uh, because Armstead is going to be out for a while. So uh, they signed defensive tackle Tomasi Lalile. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to be filling in. He's to me, nothing more than a camp body. And I mean, yeah, that, that it is what it is. Um, but aside from that, it seems like Trey Lance struggled once again today. And if, I mean, yesterday there were some up and up and downs, right? Today it seemed like it was worse than yesterday. 
Uh, he was four of 11. And in addition to that, he also had an interception. He threw an interception. Um, I mean, so I I was uh, looking at some of the things that people have said about him. KP put out a a good recap of day three on Niners Nation. And the one good takeaway that he um, had was that, you know, Trey Lance was showing that he could scramble, he could escape the pocket, and he keeps his eyes downfield, um, you know, always looking for a target, even when he's escaping. So he mentioned that. And I mentioned that yesterday. Like, I saw that. Um, So even though... It wasn't, you know, translating to actual completions all the time. That's a very good quality to have in a quarterback because right now we know that the offensive line in particular is struggling. And as I mentioned, Trent Williams, he was back today, but he didn't practice once again. Um, it, it's a bunch of guys who don't have a lot of experience starting, and you guys know this defensive line this defensive line is a is a beast it's a monster you don't want to go up against them and the guys that are currently going up against them in practice one are at a huge disadvantage because they were not in pad or the the players aren't in pads and two they're they have to go against one of the toughest defensive lines in the entire league and that defensive line is full squad it has Nick Bosa on one end it has Abu Khamen you know um well not full squad aside from Eric Armstead but they're they're stacked okay so it just seems like the offensive line is um is overmatched by the defensive line at the moment and so I'm I'm going to leave it at that for now. So Click X Factor asks, is there a reason to worry about Lance and his numbers? And as I mentioned, he was 4 of 11 with an interception. Um I mean, no, it's it's still early, okay? Of course, like I I wish he would have bounced back today, but at the same time there are some things beyond his control. I heard there were some drops today. Um, based on some of the reports from the beat writers, we said there there were a lot of drops from the receivers, and again the defensive line dominated. Again, the offensive line is struggling, so that's going to have a domino effect on Trey Lance and his numbers. So at the moment, I'm choosing not to struggle, and I, you know, take the good with the bad. We know that he is showing this ability to, you know, escape the pocket. He has good pocket awareness. He's good with scrambling, um, evading some pressure. And, of course, I think there would have been many would-be sacks. Um, Certainly there was in the first two um, practices. So I could assume that continued in day three as well. But there aren't any true sacks. So, you know, they're still able to get the ball out. they being the quarterbacks. Um, so I'm choosing not to worry. I don't want to worry about it. I think I just want to focus on, okay, what did he do well? And I think we can look at the fact that, you know, he does try to extend plays. He does, um, 
you know, move away from the pocket when the, when it's collapsing, you know, things like that. That's great quality to have. And at some point when this offensive line, you know, gets it together, when we start seeing Trent practicing, who knows if Trent will even practice in training camp at all, to be honest with you. Um, he probably doesn't need to. He's one of those players again that you might as well give someone else the extra snaps. But um, you know, if, as long as like Trent's not there, you know, Mike McGlinchey's not there, we're gonna continue to see, um, you know, a lot of mistakes from this offensive line, and I, I even have, I've been saying for like almost all off season that when we, as soon as we knew that Alex Mack was retiring um, and right guard was iffy. Like I've, I've been saying that this offensive line with those two new players who we can assume that both of those are going to be new positions. Let's just say there's a chance that Brunskill still ends up at the right guard spot. So there's that. But when there's any new guy on the offensive line, it does take some time for all of it to gel because the offensive line more than any more than any other unit I think is their success is predicated on um them being able to have chemistry and timing and cohesion and being in sync. And so even when you have a Trent Williams and a Mike McGlinchey on one end like there are going to be mistakes if there's one guy whose timing is off, you know, that, that could be a sack right there just because of that one guy, you know? So, um, we're, we're going to see that for a while. I think, I think it's going to even the first few weeks of, uh, the regular season, I, I think they'll still kind of be working things out. So sorry if I sound like a broken record with that, because I've been saying that for, for a bit, but like, I, I truly think um, the the offensive line is going to continue to struggle. In the meantime, I do think also taking the good with the bad. That's that's good for Trey Lance that he's getting this much pressure uh, during practice. Um, I'm sure it's very frustrating for him. You know, he wants to uh, be the man and he wants to show off what he can do. But at the same time, long term, like this, I think these are going to be teaching moments for him. And this defense, this defensive line is going to be one of the best, if not the best, in the entire league. So if Trey Lance has prepared himself going against this defensive line and this defense, hopefully when the season comes and he's playing other teams, you know, it'll it'll feel a lot easier for him and, and the game will be a little bit slower for him as well by then. So um, the one thing I am somewhat concerned of and KP also put this in uh, his uh, recap of day three was that Trey Lance, when he misses, he misses bad. He's he's inaccurate when he misses. So that I'm a little concerned about, you know, I'm not going to lie, but it's, it's day two, it's day three. Um, you know, there's, that's another thing that like working with your receivers and when it's your, um, first 
you know, few practices with the receivers, although he has been um, practicing with Ayuk during the off season, you know, there's going to be timing differences. There's going to be miscommun- miscommunications, you know, things like that. There is no true, there's no game planning at all right now um, during 11 on 11s. Like, so, you know, things like that can also have an impact on the cohesion of, you know, the offense as a whole and, and how Trey Lance is, could be struggling right now with timing with his receivers and, you know, things like that. So that, that could be it. I, I don't know, but I, I do know that that's one thing that, you know, needs to improve and definitely going to be keeping an eye on that. As we've been saying, the pads come on Monday. So once those pads come on, I'm going to be paying attention to that offensive line, seeing who's struggling, you know, seeing who does look better with pads on um, because it is sure to give them, uh, you know, a bit of a boost up front. Let's see. Let me get some of these comments right here. Keith says, good to struggle now and grow from it. Media freaked out when Jimmy G threw 10 picks in preseason. Yeah, exactly, Keith. So, that, like I said, it it's good to struggle now, and also it, it's good to keep in mind that Trey Lance is struggling against one of the better defenses in the league. So, again, you you hope that when he faces other teams, it, it feels easier for him, you know, and he, he is able to make those uh, all the plays that he wants to. What's going on, Javier? What's going on, Ty? He said, Ty said, I'm late. Have you talked about Davis Price yet? I have not. Um, but I didn't hear too much about uh, Davis Price uh, from day three, at least from, you know, what other people have uh, mentioned with Davis Price. Davis Price. So, um, I I did hear Jordan Mason is is looking good. Um, once again, he has a potential to be a gem. I think an undrafted free agent gem. What? When have we heard that before? Right. <laughs> all the only all the time. Keith says practicing against a top five defense every day will pay off in the long run. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Iron sharpens iron. I think Trey Lance is like a very strong-minded quarterback that, yes, it's frustrating, but he's not going to let it like beat down his confidence over time um, because I feel like there are some quarterbacks like that, right? They, um, If they struggle a lot, it really messes up with their uh, mentality and – and starts getting to them, and it's and then it really starts affecting how they're playing. I, I don't see Trey Lance as that kind of quarterback, so I think he can overcome this adversity, and I think he's gonna come out stronger in the end and and, and looking a lot better. So, um, again, with the, when the pads come on, everything we're anticipating that everything will look just a little bit different, and and hoping that that is enough to give Trey Lance just a, you know, second longer to, you know, make a play to get timing right with his receivers, all of that. So I'm not freaking out about it. And yeah, like we said, 
earlier. Like the, this is the time to struggle. This is the time to make mistakes, try new things. Another good thing that, that I'm going to take from all this is that Trey Lance is taking chances in, in practice. And, and you want to see that, um, especially for, you know, a young quarterback, you don't want them to be like too conservative because then they get comfortable with like being conservative, doing the check downs all the time, you know? Um, but, but Trey Lance really, it's like he's testing the waters. He, you know, seeing what he can get away with, seeing what he can do um, with the defense. And I also think that's a, it's good that we've seen that as well because he's not afraid. And I, I like that um, personally. But yeah, the receiver struggled with drops. Let's talk about Nick Bosa really quick because he did speak with the media today. Um, as you guys know, I mean, this is Nick Bosa's first, is it his first year coming up or going into the season where he's not like rehabbing, right? Like, um, and that has been quite a big deal because for the first time in a long time, he can just focus on improving and not worrying about, you know, rehabbing and strengthening, um, you know whatever knee, whatever injury that he had before. So um, one thing that he mentioned that I thought was uh, pretty interesting and I'm so excited to see is that this season he's going to be rushing more from both sides of the line. I love that because you can you can take advantage of matchups better that way, right? Um, if you have someone as good as Nick Bosa, uh, usually – if the um, you know left tackle is let's say the best player on another uh, def- yeah on another offensive line, then move Nick Bosa to the other side. Let's see how good that guy is on the other side. So um, I think it's going to be really good for for Nick Bosa and his defense and D'Amico Ryan's and Chris Kosarich. They're very creative. And so I'm excited to see how they use Nick Bosa this year um, with the fact that he's going to be rushing from both sides. So excited about that. And again, these are the little things that he can work on now that he is not worried about rehabbing. It's the little things. One thing he said is that, um, you know, with D Ford out last year, he did start, you know, rushing more from both sides, but it wasn't like very often. So he, he said he felt, almost awkward going to the other side and rushing from the other side. Now he's making it a point to, um, I don't know if he meant like after every, like every uh, session that he goes out there with the first team during practice, he's going to switch sides, but he said he's going to be switching sides more often in practice so that he can get more comfortable with that. I, I love that. And I lo- love that work ethic. Um, another person who we keep hearing has been struggling is Ambry Thomas. And I mentioned him yesterday because for the first two days he struggled. Now we, we hear again that he struggled. He did have an interception today, though. So I'll give him that. Uh, that's that's great to see. Maybe it's maybe it'll be a confidence booster for him. Uh, but overall, he has struggled quite a bit. and. I'm hoping he can turn it around. On the other hand, quietly, I feel like Diamador Lenore 
is he's been pretty solid. And when I say solid, like he hasn't been as good as Charverius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley, of course. But he hasn't been as bad as Amber Thomas either. Like he's been good. He's been solid. He's, you know, he, he's made some plays. And so uh, as a backup to Ward and Mosley, like I'd feel pretty good with Lenore and and I think he would um he'd be a good uh fill in for them should any of them get hurt. Of course there's Jason Barrett as well. So um he he would be probably third on the depth chart after those guys. And then Lenore below that. Cuz I'm putting Lenore ahead of Ambry Thomas right now without a doubt. And another thing of note because a lot of people have asked is Lenore working um, in the slot, or is he working on the outside? Um, up to this point, he's only been working on the outside with the second team unit. So make of that what you will. Um, actually, I don't. I don't know who's been uh, the slot on in the second team. It, it might be Womack, but I know for the first team, it's been Darquez Denard the whole way. So again, I I think it's his spot to lose. Hufunga had another good day today. Um, he got, did he get an interception today? I think I saw that. One second. One second. Yeah. 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 Hufunga had an interception today during 11 on 11. Um, he's, he's looking good. He's continuing, continuing to improve. What's going on, Mariah? Ty says, I like Lenore. I hope he sticks. He'll definitely stick. I think so. I think he's he's definitely showing his worth. And I know um someone uh, uh someone on Twitter was, you know, saying that they think maybe they can move on the 49ers would move on from Ambry Thomas. I don't know if that's the case. I think it's still a little early to give up on him. He's still a second year player. But at some point, he's going to have to start to bring it and and make uh, some huge strides because it's the same thing with him over and over. So hopefully he can, you know, maybe week two of training camp, he can turn it up a bit because, again, Lenore has looked better than him um, at, this, at this point. All right, guys, I got to jump because I I got to head out. But thank you so much for tuning in to this, you know, short episode of day three recap of training camp. I'm going to be at camp tomorrow, and this time I don't have to work in between training camp, so I'm going to be there early tomorrow. Uh, and so I'll have some updates on my Twitter, and of course I'll do a live at the end of the day. Uh, tomorrow. All right. But I appreciate you guys checking this out. Have a good rest of your night. Have a good weekend. Peace.